It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Of the 2023 NBA draft, the Orlando Magic select the shooting guard out of Michigan, Jet Howard. Locked On's NBA draft coverage is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on NBA and they'll throw in a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti style tumbler with every order. You won't want to take your Bird Dogs off. We promise you. Let's bring in our host of Locked On Magic, Philip Rossman Reich. And Philip, looking at the needs that the Magic had and maybe them needing more of a veteran, were you surprised they actually picked at 11 or did you see Howard as the right choice with the size and shooting mechanics on the wing that he brings? Yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not surprised that the Magic took the pick. I am surprised that they took Jet Howard. Um, at, at the end of the day, the Orlando Magic needed shooting. Uh, you know, I, I've said on Locked On Magic for the last month and a half, it seems like, that this night will be a success if the Magic come away with the shooter. They got a shooter. And look, Jet Howard is one of the best shooters in, the, in this draft class. He has great footwork. He has great size. He's going to be able to hit from the perimeter as easily and as, as well as anyone in this draft. But what's surprising is that you know Jet Howard doesn't quite fit the profile that the Magic look for. He isn't known as a great defender, which is something the Magic do look for. Uh, and so it, it felt like, at least according to the big board, certainly according to my board, that Jet Howard was a little bit of a reach here. But at the end of the day, you get your guy, the Magic got their shooter, and, and I think they have to feel good about that part of the part of this puzzle. Indeed, indeed. And you look at it as a good place because Jamal Mosley is in a position where he has to develop talent Anyway, he's got a, a lot of great players on the roster, but ultimately it is quite a young core. So how do you kind of see him taking that opportunity with Howard to say, hey, we know that there may be some holes in there, but we're not a team that's necessarily looking to contend in the East for a championship or even to get deep into the playoffs immediately. How is he going to be able to kind of develop Howard? Yeah, I mean, I think I think the good news for both Anthony Black and Jet Howard is that the Magic do have, you know, they have a lot of young players, but but they have some really well-established players who know their roles and know where they fit with this team. So for both Black and Howard, honestly, both of them are going to be able to come off the bench. They're going to be able to make some mistakes. They're going to be able to kind of learn against second-unit players and, and then step up when 
the team needs him to step up. Certainly for Howard, it feels like there's a little bit of a smoother path for him because the Magic do have uh, some weaknesses at the forward position, so they could slide him in at the three a little bit more comfortably than maybe they could Black, who also could play some three as well. Um, but at the end of the day, it, it certainly sounds like, and Jeff Waldman, the Magic's president of basketball operations, has said this on multiple occasions now, they're not gifting minutes to rookies. These rookies are going to have to earn their time on the floor, and they're going to have to prove themselves over and over and over again as this team starts to try and figure out what it's going to take for them to get into playoff contention. And that's a very interesting point that you make because that was one of the things I was looking at at the depth chart, just kind of saying, okay, you know, you're pretty solid at just about every position just in terms of the Magic having the ability to build. But yeah, there's that versatility piece that could be very important because look at the work that Franz Wagner's been able to do, and he's been solid at small four, but certainly it would be an opportunity to have a guy who, in this league, you're looking for an individual who could potentially stretch across multiple, multiple positions, and that may be the most important thing that Howard brings to the table. Yeah, absolutely. And that's something that the Magic really emphasize. I mean, they they will they don't like us saying that this is a positionless basketball team, but the fact of the matter is they have a lot, you know, they, they can play some lineups with maybe Paolo playing center or Jonathan Isaac playing center if, if he's on the floor. They can go big and have Franz Wagner play the two. They they can mix and match where guys fit in, and they're gonna ask all these guys to do a lot of things. You know, they all ask you know, Anthony Black to be a point guard from the three spot. They'll ask Jet Howard to run some point perhaps, or to, to be a bit more of a playmaker than maybe he's shown. Uh, the Magic feel very confident that they have a group of players. They may not have guys set in, in locked positions or locked roles yet, but they have a group of players that are capable of helping this team take its next steps. Indeed, indeed. So it's interesting because I'd say probably right around this time, so like the last 24 hours, all of a sudden it got real hectic in the East, right? And teams just started playing chess, not checkers, particularly the Boston Celtics. But when you look at kind of where the magic are, again, like you said, they've got rookies, they got young talent that they're developing. Do you kind of see this team as looking more to be in that draft space of maybe making selections there to add to their roster? Or do you see them as possibly maybe going out and looking for one or two veterans in free agency who could kind of shore up the roster and maybe help those guys to develop, not just as in, in terms of their play on the court, but also in terms of their leadership on the court. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I don't think the Magic are done this offseason. You know, certainly with the drafting of Anthony Black, there's already speculation about what the Magic might do with their backcourt. Adding Jet Howard to that group, and, and he's kind of a 2-3 rather than a 1-2 like, like Anthony Black is, but there's all, there's plenty of fresh speculation. The Magic could be very active in trades. They've got a ton of cap room, so I don't think they're done this offseason. They've got some depth. They got to shore up at the Bauer Ford position at the center spot, and, and I think that they believe that they can be a postseason team next year. They can be in that play and tournament conversation after they flirted with it for a good chunk of last season. Uh, I don't think the Magic are done here, and I think the Magic will look for, to find ways to make this roster better before we get to training camp in October. And you're absolutely right, because this is one of those young teams that maybe made a little bit of noise in the East just to let everyone know, hey, we're coming up the rear. But you're right at the center position with Wendell Carter Jr. Sometimes being injury ridden, there's some opportunity there. And, yeah, the Magic might be one of the few teams in the league that's not looking at the apron strings uh, that were created by the CBA and the luxury tax issue that some of these teams have. So it'll be interesting to see what the Magic do for the rest of this draft and throughout the uh, free agency period and rounding out this offseason. So for more on on the magic make sure you subscribe to locked on magic the podcast wherever you get your podcast it's part of the locked on podcast network your team every day thanks so much philip no problem thank you hey prime members you can listen to this locked on podcast ad free on amazon music 
Download the Amazon Music app today.